אז אנחנו קוראים בספר כתבי בעל הסולם עמוד 58. כותרת ההכשרה לגידול הנשמה. It is impossible to sustain one's body in the world without a certain amount of knowledge about the corporeal nature, such as knowing which drugs are lethal and what things burn or harm, as well as knowledge and assessment of what is in one's friend's heart, without which it is impossible to exist in the material world. Just so, man's soul cannot exist in the next world until it has acquired a certain amount of the nature of the systems of the spiritual worlds, their changes, couplings, and generations. We discern three periods in the body. The first is from the time of birth, when one has no knowledge whatsoever. And all that is required to know in order to exist comes from the father and the mother, and one is sustained by their keeping and wisdom. This state is the first katnut, infancy. Meaning nothing depends on the person, but on those who gave birth to him. Those who gave birth to him, his parents. Two. Second. The second is when a person has grown and acquired some knowledge. At that time, one can keep from things that harm one's body through joint keeping, that of the, per- the parents and that of one's own. This is the second katnut. The third is the state of Gadlut, when one has acquired sufficient knowledge for life to look for after oneself enough to survive. At that time one departs from the authority of one's, of one's father and mother and acquires autonomy. This is the third state, the state of Gadlut. So far, clear, right? It's like in our life, there's an age called uh, the age of infancy, until, let's say, about two years old, maybe three, depends where and how. A person cannot exist except through the force of the one who accompanies him, who's close to him. Then, to age 2 to about 12, 13, when he can exist only with the help of his parents, together with him, he already he can sustain himself, he can serve himself to some extent, but it's still mostly under the influence of the parents. And then beyond the age 12, 13, when he can conduct himself by himself. 
Likewise, concerning the soul, a person reincarnates until one acquires the wisdom of truth in full. Without them, the soul cannot reach its full level. But it is not that the knowledge one has acquired raises the level of the soul. Rather, it is the soul's inherent nature that it will not grow by its own effort before it has acquired the knowledge of the spiritual nature. Its growth depends on the measure of its knowledge. The reason this is so is that if it could grow without knowing, it would be harmed, like an infant who is ignorant and cannot walk. If it could walk on its feet, it would throw itself into a fire. However, the growth comes primarily through good deeds, which depend on attaining the wisdom of truth. And both the knowledge and the good deeds depend on attaining the wisdom of truth. And for the above reason, both come together. This is the meaning of, if you know not, go forth. Go forth and see, etc. Therefore, one, each complete soul attains all the souls from Adam Rishon to the end of correction as one perceives one's acquaintances and neighbors and according to one's knowledge guards oneself from them or connects and lives with them. And it is not surprising that one attains all the souls since spirituality does not depend on time or place and there is no death there. What allows the grow the souls the soul to grow? The will to receive that's corrected in order to bestow. That person arranges it. That is called the soul of a of a person. Very simple. It's called the divine part from above. Why? Because the will to receive, if it receives from the Creator, uh, qualities of bestowal, desires to bestow, he learns how to perform acts of bestowal. By that, he becomes similar to the Creator. That's why it's called the divine part from above. Is there any experience or knowledge that accumulate here? Of course, from degree to degree, as a person climbs up to spiritual degrees, when he acquires a greater desire to receive, egoistic desire, and corrects it, and again, egoistic desire, and again, he corrects it. And this way, left, right, left, right, that's how he climbs the ladder until he corrects. He acquires all the broken desires from the shattering of the of the soul. And he brings them back to their corrected form. Тут еще, тут еще написано вот в начале статьи о том, что есть 
It says here in the beginning of the, the article about two levels of katnut and one of gadlut. What does that mean? Well, katnut aleph, the first katnut, first its smallest infancy, is like a, is unable to do anything. It's like a newborn baby. You know that form. It's a piece of meat. You can cry and that's it. It's nothing more than that. All the other actions, his parents perform. They wash him, they feed him, they do everything, the parents. Until he begins to, to a small extent, by himself, to move around, move about, let's say from age two and on. Age three. From age 3 to age 12, 13, that's the age of maturing. And he becomes a grown-up when he's 13, 14, 15, depending on the conditions in our world. And after that, he's already a grown-up. What is the educational and study program a person needs to get in order to uh, for the soul? If in a corporeal school, if I need to study math, that's clear. But in our study, so what are you doing here? Why are you here with us? I understand I'm going through some studying and education, but is it something that is definable and you are here in order to reach correction from your egoistic desires? So all those corrections that you will apply to your will to receive the egoistic desire that awakened in you, this means that you're correcting your broken soul. I understand what you're saying. I'm asking if, say, now 10,000 people come to study, we need to have some study program, order, or these things, only the, the teacher leads and guides, and I'm asking, like, pedagogically. We have programs we have a great deal of material we have all kinds of circles and activities and we are in this process uh, for a a long time now we are ready for it except there isn't much awakening in the audience general public let's hope this will change in the near future, right now they're not coming by the en you know, masse. Let's hope that it will change in the near future, and all of us, yourself included, will have to teach more and more people. But is it correct to have to, that this study needs to be pedagogical and, and so on? According to the material of Bala Sulam, 
And according to the experience the person acquires, he knows more or less how to teach others. Not everyone, but if he's serious, then yes. Здравствуйте, Рау, здравствуйте, товарищи. А вот мы каждый пришли в свое время в десятку. Hello, Rav, friends. Every person came in his time to the ten. How can we understand and determine our common age in the ten, let's say? There's no such thing. In spirituality, we accept a person from zero until he discovers his will to receive, and he begins to correct it through restriction, screen, reflected light, he begins to overcome his will to receive, and accordingly he enters spirituality. And then in spirituality, he has to learn about these degrees uh, that are days, weeks, years until he comes to age two, three. We'll learn about it. This is all in the tests, part nine, typically. I think that's where everything is. То есть общего возраста десятки вообще не существует. Каждый как бы в этом. There's no such thing, the collective age of the ten. Each one is separate in the ten. Yes. PT19. Good morning, Rav, friends. He says two interesting things here. That first, that the the soul will not grow before it came to the spiritual knowledge. Now we learn that it's the the light that reforms. The soul needs to know something. When the reforming light works on it and it acquires a screen, reflected light, it enters into mutual bestowal with the light, and that's how it grows throughout all the degrees. And this way it understands where it is in the spiritual realm. Okay, and then he says, like so, in the soul, a person reincarnates until one attains the wisdom of truth in full. So everyone is asking, what does it mean that he reincarnates until he attains the wisdom of truth? He goes through various states of ascent and descent. In one life cycle? I don't know, incarnations, cycles. Ascent and descent. He goes through all kinds of states until he understands more and more, and that's how he grows up. I only have three years of Kabbalah studies. Do I have a soul right now, or still not? Just embryo. In. You don't have, and you have to discover it by yourself. And it doesn't depend on the years of this world. It does not depend on it. He just gives us examples, just like in this world. Uh, a child who is zero, one, two, three years old, 
Similarly, we grow in a parallel process. It's not parallel to this world. Rather, this is also how we grow up in the spiritual world. From the restriction and onward, you begin to grow. Moshe. Moshe. We are in the headline, Body and Soul. Everybody is impatient and ill-tempered. For its livelihood is through incarnations, through the seven years of famine and the seven years of abundance. Meaning both through ascents and descents, the changing states, for the good, for the worse, then back to the good, in all kinds of things, when it gets emptied and when it gets filled, through all those states, we, we go through all those states. It is a law. It is an exorable law that the years of famine cause the years of abundance to be forgotten, and the body reincarnates between them like stones that have been ground by water. And another plight awaits all around it. It imagines that one's friend is happy and content. These are our states, our feelings on the path as we develop. And this comes because this comes because at its basis the soul is ground between the go, the good inclination and the evil inclination. It re it incarnates between them. At times feeling relief by the surrounding good inclination, and at times suffers an additional plight from the surrounding evil inclination. Questions? No, it's clear here. I just recommend you read it again during the day. Headline, Obtaining Knowledge in the Corporeal and in the Spiritual. The connection between the body and the soul is only that in the former... Things happen to it naturally and by themselves. And in the latter, they happen through work and joint relation between the spiritual and the corporeal. The spiritual work. The advantage of the spiritual over the corporeal is that in the corporeal there is reality even without attaining all the incidents. Similar to the perception of an infant who does not know the reason for the thing and will also not eat something that is harmful to it. But in the spiritual, no reality is attained prior to knowing the events and their outcomes. To the extent of the knowledge of the events, so is the attainment of one's own greatness and the attainment of the surrounding spiritual reality. Meaning, before we can feel the reality around us, before we can correctly sort ourselves out, connect ourselves correctly with the friends, in order to build a vessel, we won't feel any spiritual phenomenon in it. On the one hand, it's very good. 
because it's certain that we will not fail because we come prepared for it. On the other hand, it just says that this is a serious matter. If you fit the degree, you enter the spiritual degree. If not, you don't enter it. Questions? Where are we? Revelation of the works? Okay, let's read that too. We have a question from PT9. Rav, can you explain in the first part we read, the second to last uh, paragraph, can you ex- explain that? What's the relationship between knowledge and incidents? Where does he read? He reads the... the, the Where is it? Okay. It's uh, in column A. Is in the, that excerpt we just read? No, a few before. A few before. It's three, four paragraphs after the beginning. There's the main growth. However, the growth comes primarily through good deeds, which depend on attaining the wisdom of truth. And both the knowledge and the good deeds depend on attaining the wisdom of truth. And for the the above reason, both come together. Okay, and so I'm asking, what is the order of the or the relationship between good deeds and knowledge and attainment of the wisdom of truth? What leads to what? You can say that uh, sometimes this comes before and first, and sometimes the other comes first, meaning attaining the the knowledge and then the good deeds. So sometimes the good deeds come and then attaining the wisdom of truth. And sometimes they let people attain a little bit of the wisdom of truth, and because of that, he's drawn to good deeds. But typically, it's attaining of the good deeds, meaning in order to bestow, and later, according to these deeds, he attains the wisdom of truth. I'm also asking, because in the first part of the lesson, we talked about coercion, that you just need to get used to doing what we call good deeds, connection, efforts. This is corporeally. It's not uh, actually in order to bestow. It's a connection in the ten. So where is the issue of knowledge here? The knowledge is the result of these things? The knowledge is a result of the correct spiritual actions that we will do. Let's go to internet. From Krasnoyarsk, they're asking, what does it mean that each complete soul attains all the souls? Is there, is there a need for that? Why do I need to attain all the souls? In our correction, we connected the general soul of Adam, Adam Rishon. He includes in it all the souls, and this entire soul is called the created being. And the creator fills it, the upper light, fills it. Why is it called creator? Because 
we can't discover anything outside of this vessel. Only what's inside this vessel. That's what's called Creator Boe. Boe, come and see what fills the vessel of Adam Rishon. And this is what we have to come to when we connect together and we discover the Creator in full, the Creator that exists in us. That is why we build the vessel in order to discover Him, and that is why we say, You have made me. Because Creator is from the word Boe, it's from the word Boe, come and see. From Mark 17, they're asking, uh, it seems from here that the connection and incorporation are not a condition for attainment. Is that so? Connection and incorporation are a condition for attainment, for revelation, of course. There's no other way here to attain the Creator, except through connection and incorporation between us. We have to build a vessel for His revelation. From Ashkelon 2, what's the big advantage of Katnut? To learn that what I can do. Uh, in spiritual Katnut, in corporal Katnut, I depend on my parents. In the spiritual Katnut, I depend, of course, on spiritual forces where I can, I can do all kinds of actions that were given to me that I was allowed to do. And I cannot make any mistakes there because I'm limited in different forms. And even if I perform different actions that seem like a mistake, or it, it's like little kids. It's not considered that I'm doing it by our, my, my desire, my intention, my, my mind. Those are mistakes, the result of a study. Okay, let's, let's keep going. Where are we, Moshe? So, we are in the title, Obtaining Knowledge, um, Revelation of the Works of the Creator in Concealment. You know, let's, let's keep going, not go to tests. Okay, so headline, Revelation of the Works of the Creator in Concealment. Then I was by him as a master craftsman, and I was a daily a delight. Our sages interpreted it to mean that prior to the days of the Messiah, when receiving proselytes, the craftsmen come out towards them, and each craftsman plays with them. On the first day, he reveals the light. On the second, he makes the firmament, etc. These are the six, six works days, and all delight in resting on the seventh day, placing in it sanctity and blessing to the worlds. This is the meaning of what our sages said, that prior to bringing the first fruit, all the craftsmen stand before them. That is precisely when they are called wise. However, the craftsmen do not stand before disciples of the wise. Come and see how great is a commandment in its time. Nothing is clear, right? What, what is he trying to give us here? To explain to us, Shabbat. The merit of the Shabbat, Sabbath, is that in it is the blessing and 
holiness to correct all the weekdays. Although it seems as though the correction depends on the work days and not on the days of rest in which one does not work at all, it is not so. Rather, the blessing and Kedusha of the Sabbath corrects the weekdays. I just want to say, it's not, it doesn't speak of our world, of the days in our world, and the weeks and uh, nights and weeks and months and Shabbat, nothing. It speaks only about spiritual discernments. Indeed, each correction seemingly requires work. But in truth, the power of the Creator appears in full, only in concealment. For when the power of concealment disappears from the world, perfection promptly appears by itself. And as one who throws one's staff to the firmament, the staff flies up because the power of the thrower is in it. Therefore, the entire duration of the flight is attributed to the power of the thrower. Also, the strength of the thrower appears at that time. Conversely, during its whole return and fall toward the earth, the power of the thrower is not attributed to the fall at all. Rather, it returns to its root by itself without any assistance. Similarly, the work of the Creator is apparent in all the concealments, but in the return of to wholeness, no work or power are required because in the absence of the preventing force, it returns to its root and wholeness by itself. This is the meaning of, and God rested on the seventh day, for in, for in it, He rested from all His work. That is, on that day, the power of the work of the Creator was removed from the world, after having worked to establish it in its current form throughout the workdays. But on the seventh day, no power worked, but it was left alone. As it is written, and I will take away my hand. Thus, naturally, the force of wholeness is imprinted specifically on that day, so that the power of concealment will not work here. Oh, yes, Sheila. Oh, we have a question. Turkey 5, please. Well, can we say that actually real work is on the day of rest? Real work is on the concealment, not in the revelation. The day of rest is not our day of Sabbath here. It's after we correct the Sfirot in the Patsuf, which is Chesed, Gvura, Tiferet, Netzach, Hod, Yesod. Then 
Malchut is the seventh, the Sabbath, Shabbat. You don't need to, to do anything because these six actions, preceding actions, that we did, it's enough for those Shirot to combine, to connect, and to arrange the Malchut, establish the Malchut. That's what we need to do. Huh? But it says the correction of the work days are concluded in the seventh day in Malchut. Yes, that's why we have the seventh day where we do nothing. Rather, on the seventh day, all the work of the six days of the week accumulate and they show their result on the seventh day. That's why the seventh day is is uh, time off. We're not allowed to do anything. I'm saying I'm talking about spirituality, the way it's written. So part of is completed in that part? Yes. Then the part is whole after six actions in Chesed Gvoa Tiferet Netzach Hod Yesod in order to bestow all these actions then concentrate in Malchut that's the end of the process Good morning dear Rav here's the question every lesson there's a new, it's a new kind of joy how to share correctly with the group this joy and does it Bestow, is it bestowed to, towards the group? Talk about it. It's better if you read again what we just read. This will tie you to it. You don't have to talk much. You have to let the light that is in the text work on us. That's why it's recommended to read again. That's my recommendation to you. Latin to. Latin to. Rab, ¿qué descanso obtenemos en el séptimo día en el en la formación de Rab? What kind of rest do we receive on the seventh day in terms of the structure of Sfirot? If we will be in the degree of the Sfirot, then after. After working with the sphere of Chesed, Gvura, Tiferet, Netzach, Hod, Yesod, we will, we will have prepared ourselves for such a state where all these Firot, Chesed, Netzach, Chesed, Gvura, Tiferet, Netzach, Hod, Yesod, will connect together and give us a result called Malchut. That's it. Uh, we're continuing with the headline attaining the spiritual form it is likewise in attaining the spiritual form the attaining 
errs in its due form. One, that it will not be imaginary whatsoever. Two, that its attainment will be beyond any doubt, just as one does not doubt one's own existence. Meaning, we have two, these two discernments in spiritual attainment. One, that it will not be imaginary, but will be tangible, practical, felt clearly, not not imaginary whatsoever. And that it comes to a state where a person feels complete satisfaction in it. The title spiritual indicates that it is resembled to the wind. In Hebrew, spirit also means means wind, where although the wind has no edge, similitude, or appearance, no person doubts its existence, since one's life depends on it. If the wind is sucked out of out of a house, should an animal be taken there, it'll die. Hence. Its existence is obvious, for it is one's life. And from the corporeal, we can understand the spiritual. The essence of the inner mind is similar to the interior of the body, which is called the soul of every flesh, regarded as a being with its deficiency. It is so because such a being that feels its existence feels its deficiencies. This is not so in animals, which are completely devoid of that perception and are completely devoid of the intellectual soul and its internality. Because of this, they feel its deficiency to the extent required for their physical existence. Its vitality is measured by the extent of the consistency of the sensation of lack. And if it does not feel a lack, it cannot feed itself and continue its existence, and it dies. Moreover, its size and health depend on the sensation of the lack, like the corporeal body, where the healthier also has a greater appetite, and therefore eats more, and thus grows bigger and healthier. In short, spiritual attainment depends on efforts and how we develop our desire. Kiev. Yes, dear Rav, what does it mean that spiritual attainment needs to be as something that is that cannot be described? How can you check your corporeal attainment? Uh, through contact with others, those who can see. So imaginary. Kabbalists say that our world is an imaginary world. It says when we 
return after the end of correction to the true awareness, true consciousness, we say that we were as dreamers, we were in a dream. How can we determine if this is the truth or this is a dream? How can you prove to me that you are not dreaming right now? I'm not dreaming with you, that we are actually here talking and not dreaming. What Baratslam then means here, how do we understand what he says? We come to the spiritual awareness, consciousness, we see that it cannot be any other way. Why? Because we position ourselves, we, we stand, we place ourselves above the nature of reception in the nature of bestow. We are seemingly incorporated in two forms of nature. That's why our attainment is not in one of them or the other, but in between the two. And that's why it is the truth. We are not angels who have only a desire to bestow. We're not creatures of this world who have only the will to receive. We are made of both. That's why our attainment is truthful. Вот вы сказали 10 минут назад, что человек постигает там Хесад, Гура, Тиферет, потом они все... 10 минут назад, что человек постигает Хесад, Гура, Тиферет, и тогда они соединяются с Малхут. Как, когда он постигает, он понимает, что это не иллюзия, которая чувствует сейчас, но You'll, you'll feel it and you'll see that this is so. He is aware of this problem, but he writes to us that at least, at least so have something. But you see how he writes it. So. He, he can't say more than that. En nuestra escena se siente más alegría y llenado por llegar con los amigos a la reunión. Every day of work in the tent, there's a sense of joy and fulfillment from the meeting. Entonces, el alcance espiritual es algo que se incrementa por cada día so, de trabajo. Is spiritual attainment something that increases with every workday or spiritual attainment comes after a certain quota of work? Is it gradual? Both. After It's both after a lot of work and attainment and also activities and states and efforts we get spiritual attainment, both in the heart and in the brain, meaning both in the feeling and in the understanding. And it fills the person. Tel Aviv Arba. Thank you, Rav. All of the wholeness that becomes revealed, basically, at the end of the work is when the deficiency becomes revealed. The deficiency is revealed to attain wholeness. But the deficiency itself, the yearning, is that the wholeness? 
It's not wholeness, it's a deficiency. Except it's revealed in us in order for us to reveal wholeness. What is then wholeness? Wholeness is the wholeness, completeness of attainment inside our will to receive, where previously the deficiency was felt, and now the deficiency is filled. It does not demand anything for the time being. I see ya. Yes, Rav, morning. Um, thank you. Before that uh, paragraph, I think I thought I understood what uh, spiritual attainment is, but now after uh, Salam gives these two conditions, I'm not quite sure what a spiritual, spiritual attainment is. Can you please explain? I cannot explain. No, spiritual attainment is what takes place in one's brain and heart when he wants to be above his nature in in order to bestow. That's the only thing I can say. All the rest will be able to feel and to understand after we try to connect between us and with the Creator to some extent, at least to some extent, the smallest measure possible. What does it mean, Barasulam, when he says that from the corporeal we can understand the spiritual? What does it mean from from the corporeal to understand the spiritual? It's given us an example how it goes in our world. So we we could somehow imagine to some extent how it's happening in spirituality. Our life is divided from this point until the end of correction to, into three stages. Smallness, or an infant, a, a youth, and a grown-up, let's say. And more, that there's attainment in the brain and attainment in the heart, the way it is in corporeality, and also the way it is in spirituality, and brain and in heart. So our corporeal work, let's say in the ten, that brings us to the spiritual, otherwise how we will get there. This is preparation for spirituality. As a result of our uh, work in the group, we can build inside of us we build inside of us the preparation for spirituality. So it means the inner mind that he talks about? The inner mind, inner intellect that we have to discover. Thank you, Rob. My friend is asking, how can we have more yearning for the correction? Where is the fuel? from one another. Envy, lust, and honor take a person out of this world. From his current degree, he can rise to a higher degree through envy, lust, and honor. Let's go to women. 
פיצי 38. מה זה אומר להשיג את כל הנשמות שהוא כותב במאמר? פיצי 38. Since all of them need to connect together back again into that same structure, except the structure will be 620 times bigger than what it was in Adam Arishan before the sin. In corporeality, the, the formative years are most important. How does it happen in the spiritual development? What are those initial formative years? The first years, the formative years, are difficult for a person. Although he doesn't understand that he's protected more and more by the upper forces. So he needs to advance the way he is, just to add effort, more uh, force and less brains. More, more, that's what we need in the first years, the formative years, the power to connect, the power of connection, and, and to participate as much as possible. And later, we will need to work uh, with our feelings and our in our minds to sort them out more with these yes, with those no, and in what way, how do we perform a restriction, a screen, reflected light, sort out the qualities in direct light and then reflected light inside a patsuf. These are, these are different kinds of work, more internal. Moscow 20. Moscow 20. So a person who's in, in the formative years, having no knowledge in spirituality yet, is like under the protection of the Creator, like parents protect their children? Yes, correct. Barasalam compares in the beginning of the article between important corporeal knowledge and knowing what's in one's friend's heart. He says you can't really exist without these two. Why? That's how it is in spirituality. What can you do? This is, uh, this corresponds to the light of Chochmah and light of Chassadim. Desire to receive, desire to bestow. They have to be connected and work together to attain the Creator, to be, be suitable for the Creator, resemble the Creator. PT23, what knowledge does the soul need to acquire in order to have a right to exist in the next world? It acquires it on the way to the end of correction, degree by degree. It has to go through all the degrees until it reaches completion, wholeness, meaning it knows, understands, and feels how much it has to be incorporated in all the souls in order to make room for the Creator to fill them and to enjoy them. Um, Hebrew, do we always need to discover the danger and harmful things in spirituality by ourselves? Yes. We need to discover and reveal everything. 
so we could be exactly like masters of our vessel and fill the carry out the role of the creator in his place this means this is the meaning of return all the way to the Lord your God can we say this article describes the awakening from below upwards no these these articles that Basalam wrote to him for himself in order to later make it into something more substantial but he didn't get to it or maybe he thought that this was enough because to open up and to share too much typically Kabbalists doesn't want to do it they can only serve to confuse people Last question from PT18. What specific innovation in, in our spiritual work in the tent is required for us to advance today? I can't say it a thousand times already. We have to connect between us, create all kinds of connections between us, to study together, but mainly to awaken one another toward connection that leads to the Creator. The Creator will make corrections in every state as long as we are worthy of the state of its correction. This is the meaning of connecting and of asking Him. Put us in the right order, connect us properly so He'll be able to clothe in us and for us to reveal you inside of us. That's it. It doesn't depend on how much we understand it doesn't depend on being a man or a woman. We simply have to carry out this demand. Thank you, Eli. Thank you to all our women. And we will conclude the lesson. Please. We have an update from Info. Info. <clears throat> yes, hello everyone. We just want to remind you tomorrow, July 10th, 6.30 p.m. Israel time, we are meeting in the Arvut system or Svivatova for our virtual unity event, Connection Around the World. Again, 6.30 p.m. Israel time, tomorrow we will meet. So our schedule for the rest of the day, 1.40 p.m. Israel time, lesson preparation, and between 2 and 4, lesson. And with this we conclude, and let's sing a song. Seguir la libertad, conseguir 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 la libertad, con